Because, like, my granddad's got really, like, white, grey hair like him. Oh, you're saying your granddad could be Damon Hill? <laughs> Today. Episode 31. What an achievement. What an achievement. 31. And I thought 30 was a milestone. I don't know whether anyone's actually listened to them all yet or whether people are listening in order. I don't know. I think people listen not live. No, I don't think they do either because whenever anyone tags us in a screenshot, they're not listening to this week's. It'll be like months ago. Backlog. But then maybe some people like that. It's nice because I, I watch like a couple of podcasts, but I don't. I haven't been back and watched all of them since the beginning. Like, I just join in whenever I want. There's yeah. ones that I miss, but it's okay because I'm still loyal fan. You know? Yeah, I mean, if there was a good race and someone wants to come back and get our opinion on it, maybe some people do that. Absolutely. Speaking of good races, Baku's next week. Yeah, apparently it's one of the best on the calendar, according to those of you on TikTok. Apparently so. Yeah, that's what you said in the comments section. It's got that really tight little bit of track that I uh, always smack straight into the wall. But where the ye- the yellow DHL barrier yep. is on the game. And then I can never make the corner after it or the corner after it. And yep, me too. So I cannot wait to see what, um, what happens there this weekend. But before we do get into that, Fab, you've, um, you've done something pretty silly. Now, Fab's sent a few emails. We know Fab loves... Uh, well, who's heard of SAS Who Dares Wins? Uh, I reckon quite a lot of you have probably heard of SAS Who Dares Wins. SAS Who Dares Wins. Ollie well, Ollerton, to be precise. Yeah. Fab's been emailing Ollie Ollerton because he's a new Formula One fan and his son is into go-karting. And now somehow Fab signed us up to take part <laughs> in an SAS course. And I have no idea why he's done that. I'm a twig and I can run about 10 minutes and I'll be puffing. Mate, it's called Breakpoint. It's run by Ollie Ollerton up at his house, I think, in Shrewsbury. You and me are going. We're going to do a podcast with him, which will be probably be a bonus episode. Which will be, yeah, it'll be a bonus, bonus episode. And it'll be great as well because he's a new Formula One fan. So it'll be really cool to get his opinion on everything. There's lots to talk about. Not just, well, yeah, new Formula One fan. I wonder how he got into it. Well, exactly. And his son's doing go-karting. So that'll be really interesting to learn about as well. And his experience in the SAS. But we will say now, this isn't an advert. We just reached out to him because Fab loves SAS and he was a new Formula One fan. And now we're doing some crazy bloody course. So we're going to upload that on our YouTube when it's out. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be absolutely mad. We were actually, before like we even started the podcast, we would say to each other, like, should we just join the SAS? Should we just sack <laughs> no, this? No, no, that's like You would say... <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you would say, sack <laughs> everything off, Jake, and join the SAS. No, I think it's just, it'll be good, regimented. You know what you're doing? Well, you don't know what you're doing every day, but you're in that routine, do you know what I mean? Bro, you can't even remember 20 drivers on a grid, let alone SAS training. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to destroy that house in that country. It's like, what, what? Yeah. No idea. What are we doing in today's podcast, Fab? What are we talking about? Well, I mean, that's why I brought up Baku, because uh, it's a very tight track, isn't it? Like we just said. Well, um, yeah, it's got lots of long, open straights. Yes. How many DRS zones, to be precise? Uh, I believe it's two. Uh, <laughs> hang on. No, I think it could be three. It's three, yes. Yeah, just thinking yes. back to the game. Yeah, our last episode. Yeah, well, look at that. Full of facts. Fun. Do you think there's going to be a lot of crashes? No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think it's one of them tracks. I think it is quite wide. I think the only place you might see someone lose a wing or go into the back of Mate, someone it's tight. will be... it's tight, Only man. in certain sections. The straight is wide. That's what I mean, and I feel like people will make their moves there, and that's what I think. You won't see many big crashes, I don't think, but I think, if anything, someone might go into the back of someone if someone breaks too quick. or mm. I think that could happen quite a bit because there is them really tight sections. 
But it is meant to be one of the best. I've never watched it live, but every single comment on our TikTok about it has said that Baku is like one of the best tracks on the calendar and one of the best races. So I am really excited. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see why people think that. I mean, we've we've done it on the game and it's pretty fun. I'd say probably the straight. You beat my time on the game. I know, the which only is time. Unheard of. The only fastest lap I have on F1 2021, I have just set on Baku. I'm not telling you what it is because you'll be at home saying, oh my God, that's slow. Yeah, I do that on like, you know, nose cone camera doing 700 kilometers into a corner. We're on a remote though. ABS turned off. Yeah. Oh, why don't you use any assist? Yeah, no. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just, I'm hoping, the reason I asked is because I'm hoping there isn't going to be any crashes, but I mean, we saw what happened at Monaco. There was a few scuffs, grazes, little bits here and there. I mean, a lot of the drivers were saying that the cars are too big for Monaco now. Mm. Obviously, Baku is going to be bigger, but trying to get a bigger car around a tight track like that, I think it's going to be different for the drivers this year. So, I mean, who knows? We saw Ricardo, Schumacher, Latifi. Who else crashed at Monaco? There was a few few bits and bobs. Albon caught someone's wheel, I think. Yeah, there's a few little nibs and nabs. I wouldn't be surprised whether that does happen again. And you are right, there is a really... There is a really, really tight bit that catches me out every time. So we just have to wait and see. You know, um, Mick Schumacher's got a new nickname in the paddock. What? He's actually being called uh, the Crash Kid. Why? Well, because of well, after... Because he's had two crashes. Because of after what happened at Monaco. Yeah. That's not very nice. It's not very nice, is it? No, we want Mick to be world champion. But no. I'm, I... We've spoke about Do it Do you think he times. has it in him? <laughs> Mate, I... I love Mick so much and I want more than anything him to be the best driver in the world like I've said every time but it is really difficult to look at the scenario when Magnus has come in and done well in that car Mick Schumacher 29 races zero points yeah I mean that's not even like not even zero wins zero yeah points. but but 20, 20 odd of them were last season and they, they were in the worst car on the grid that was never going to get points so you mm. can't realistically they're all void he's put, he's done what six races no points because this season the car's good enough he will get points this season Mick will get points this season maybe he needs like that first like in and he then he'll just know. be in there all the time he needs to know that you're going to be getting a tattoo if he gets points yeah I will be getting a tattoo of Mick Schumacher if he gets any points and this then season. he will definitely try and win yeah Okay, well, let's try and get this to Mick. <laughs> I would love to get it to Mick. I'd love more than anything him to do well, but I just think he knows how bad he needs it, and I believe he'll get it. But I do think it'll be one of those. If he gets, like, his first points, I reckon he'll then follow up next week with a better finish. And then, like, he might drop out a little bit, then he'll, like, podium or... Yeah, like a little bit more confidence. I just think, he, and... yeah, it's got to be confidence for Mick, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, speaking of crashes, Roman Grosjean had another crash yesterday. In yes- IndyCar? Yesterday being Saturday. In IndyCar. Mm. I saw a clip of Roman Grosjean doing this mad overtake at IndyCar. Like a couple of, I don't understand IndyCar, man. What is it? Well, they're just like... Are they really quick? They're sort of like Formula One cars. It's just, I guess, not as much budget or not as much... They're like weird. They look a bit like the um, car from The Simpsons, like Homer's futuristic car. They have like a plastic oh, yeah? shield and then like a, like, a, like a little hut above you. I don't know. They're just weird looking cars. They don't look like Formula One cars. But I know Roman Grosjean went and did it. Yeah, and he had a crash in qualifying. Is he all right? Uh, yeah, he's sound. I think he's okay. Just a little one. But like after that crash that he had, obviously the first thing that goes through everyone's minds now is like, oh shit, yeah. is he going to be all but right? You, you never want to see anyone crash really. But at the end of the day, this is one of the, the reason this motorsport is as big as it is, is because there is risk. Yeah. I mean, if it was constantly safe and no, 
no one wants to see anyone get hurt, but if there was no risk of like extreme accidents or anything like that, I mean, you'd completely lose what it is, right? Because the reason it's so crazy is because they're pushing to the limit at 200 miles an hour. If you took that away completely... Mate, if this mic falls down anymore, I'm going to go berserk. Fab's having a mic issue I'm with his... Um, Fab's been away this weekend. He was in Ireland. He met a lovely fan at the ferry port. I did, I did. Yeah, tell him about the fan you met. Let me just sort this mic Oh, yeah. So Fab was playing a show this weekend. He's actually got one coming up in London very soon. So if you do live in London, check that out. That'll be on socials very soon. That'll be great if you guys came. Fab. So Fab's hosting today's episode and we're about eight minutes in and he still hasn't told you what we're talking about in today's episode. So <laughs> I'll host it next week. But they won't be able to hear you, Fab. As they get You've got to come back to the mic. They'll hear me, they'll hear me. Oh, what, you got a surprise for us, have you? Surprise? No, I haven't got... I want it to be a surprise. I don't want people to know what this pod's going to... This is like a journey, guys. I want you to just roll with it and, and not have a clue. Not have a clue what's going on. Yeah, speaking of crashes, again, Ricardo, crash, Monaco. Not the greatest thing. Obviously, last pod, we spoke about everything that, that was yeah, said. It was only in qualifying. Yeah, but it's still... He still got out. Mm, but it's still not great, man. And now there's now there's chitter chatter. There's there's birds tweeting about Gasly possibly going to McLaren. Yeah, I think I was so shocked when um, what's the Mercedes guys? What's the uh, McLaren guy called? Zach. Zach Brown. Yeah, when he came out and said we spoke about it last week, but when he came out and said them comments on Ricardo, you said that it's cutthroat and he's being honest. And I do agree he's being honest, but you shouldn't say it. It's but now. Pretty- it's now, pretty nasty, but... Yeah, hey, now hey. he said it, it and all it the stuff's coming out about maybe Gasly to McLaren and that. I start to think, like, maybe he know it's hap- knows it's happening and he's just like... But when do you done. see it happening? Um, It's a weird one because I'm still not 100% sure whether you can switch mid... mid That's it. Mid, mid-season, but when you, when you you When you hear news, when you hear a headline like that, you almost think, like, oh, shit, it's going to happen, like, soon. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about you, but I do. But I mean, Gasly's still got his contract with Red Bull until the end of 2023. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a mid-season thing. But I, I think you could potentially see Gasly at McLaren next year. And I think you could potentially next see... Next year? Yeah, and I think you might see Ricardo at AlphaTauri. I still think Ricardo's got it in him. What, you think they could do a straight swap? I, yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know. I do think Gasly and Lando would be good teammates. I do. Oh, I don't know about that. Like the initial thought is yeah, but I feel like Lando is is, is really in the competition this year. Like not just c- like how he's performing, but mentally. Yeah, but like, he's nowhere near the competition points wise, and the car's nowhere near good enough. So. The car's not good enough, but in in terms of headspace, he is. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. He wants I think Lando's got the minerals to just. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I just don't okay, think. How about this? All right. Lewis Hamilton drops out. <laughs> Lando to Mercedes with Russell mate he's just signed a massive deal yeah and then yeah but fuck all that and then <laughs> you've got Gasly at McLaren with Fernando Alonso <laughs> God sake people are going to get so bored of this Fernando Alonso chat every single comment says he's not going to join McLaren he's I not even going to join another mate, team mate these people don't know what they're talking about <laughs> I'm going to be clipping you now man mate Alonso Fernando Alonso is, is not going to move teams it'll be Alpine and out. All right, well, if Lewis Hamilton then was to go and Lando didn't take his spot <laughs> for some strange reason, I don't know why. But who Lando repla- won't go to... It would be Ocon. Who, who, what, you think Ocon would replace Hamilton? Yeah, so I do think you know, so. Do you know there's rumours of, of someone else? Who? 
Formula E driver Nick DeVries. I don't know if I've said that right. Yes, yes. Have you heard these rumors? Yes, I've heard who that is. Yeah. Well, a Formula E champion. What? It's been rumored to replace Hamilton. What? When? When his contract runs out at the end of 20. Is it 2023 it runs out? Probably, yeah. It's, it's not, not the end of this year. I don't think it's it? this year. No. Uh, yeah, Nick DeVries or DeVries or something like that. I've heard about him. I've never seen him race. <laughs> Nick with a Y. I actually thought he was in Formula 2. He's in Formula E. He's the reigning Formula E champion. Well, And it gets deeper than that. Go on. Well, cut me, cut me as deep as you can. <laughs> well, he drives for Mercedes in yeah. Formula E. Ooh. So connection there already. What, what's the connection? He drives for, for Mercedes in Formula E. Yeah. So what's the connection with Hamilton? Mercedes. <laughs> got it. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. All right. It's then. gone in now. <laughs> it's like, what connection? Oh, yeah. So he's, he's never actually raced in Formula One. Now, this is where shit, oh, this is where shit gets freaking crazy. Oh, yeah. Maybe baby. not for everyone else, but for you and me. Do you remember we were watching the Spanish Grand Prix and we saw a couple of like random drivers on free practice and we were like, what the hell is that all about? Yeah. Well, it turns out that new rules. See, now listeners probably know this already, but this just hit me like a ton of bricks when I read this like five minutes before this podcast really um, unorganized. Um, it is a new F1 rule as of 2022, which requires teams to hand over their cars to take a rookie driver for a maximum of two GP appearances during at least two practice sessions. Oh, is that why they did it? Yes. Because I wonder why there was loads of different... Was, was De Vries out then, then? He was in the Williams. No. And... Was he really? Yeah. And he was putting in better lap times than TV. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised whether he replaced Latifi. He was doing better than Latifi. I'd struggle to see him going straight in because I feel like they use Williams as the academy. Well, he is also a reserve driver. I didn't know he's, that. He's the, the, uh, the official test driver for Mercedes and also a reserve driver. I did wonder why there was like random drivers out there. But, but that see, makes sense now. But it all makes I mean, it's, everything's like working its way into each other. So he drives for Mercedes and Formula E. He's a reserve driver, a test driver... He's still kind of relatively young. I think he's in his like mid to late 20s. So why didn't Mercedes pick him then? If Mercedes needs to get two reserve drivers out as well, why did he go out in the Williams? Because well, Williams is like the... Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? If it's rumoured to go to Mercedes, why didn't he go out as Williams is? As I don't Mercedes? know. Maybe, maybe Mercedes just felt like they wanted both their drivers for Mercedes. In for, that, for that session. race. I wonder yeah. who they're going to bring though. I wonder who Mercedes will bring up. Because if they have to do two. Yeah, I don't know. Be interesting to see everyone's. So that's what it is. If you're watching at home, and you didn't understand. I didn't know that either. If in FP1 you ever see a different driver for a team, every team is obliged to have to use Twice. two reserve drivers Twice at some point a year, at least. I think. I think oh, it'd be interesting least. to see when we get the next one. Then they obviously do oh, it. No, it's for a maximum of two GP appearances. They must do it at the tracks that the drivers feel the most confident at, because yeah. they wouldn't need the practice time. I guess the main drivers probably. Barcelona's is a great track. Everyone yeah. knows it. However, all the main drivers went off, span out. Everyone struggled on that one corner, man. Mm. Everyone could have done with more practice in Barcelona. It's true. It's true. But yeah, I mean, I just can't believe he was outpacing Latifi. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean... But then Formula E, it's still a, it's still Formula. Like, yeah, it's not so, a different... It's not a completely different But car. how much... What's the speed difference? I, I really don't know. I think the Formula E cars have better acceleration, yeah. but just less top speed, I assume. I only think that because the electric cars and GTA are really quick. 
we are going to know a little bit more about Formula E soon <laughs> because there's actually near outside our flat. Like they do it around the XL. We did we say this XL. last time? I don't know if we did or not. I think we have already told them. Yeah, we probably told them a million times. Yeah, we, we, we probably we repeat say. ourselves about every <laughs> single episode. I don't even know why people are still listening. No, me neither. But you're, we're growing. So hey, hey guys, hey new fans. Oh yeah, we're back in the charts. Um, are we? We're number seven. Come on, number are you seven joking? in the UK sports charts. Wow, wait till we get a guest on. We'll be flying. Oh yeah, guys, you listening right now? If you've never rated the podcast please go rate it five stars and click the follow button or subscribe because it will help us get up the charts and if we ever get number one then i'll do something absolutely crazy crazy i'll do something crazy <laughs> let's roll some music i don't yeah roll some music but yeah going back to nick and everything like that they're, they're essentially calling him Toto's insurance policy because if Lewis Hamilton was to leave at the end of his I was going to say tenancy but at the, at the, <laughs> at end, the of end of his, his flat at the end of his contract because Toto's been stung before obviously he had Hamilton and Rosberg and Rosberg once he won that title back in 2016 he it was like a it was a last minute thing for him to just leave and retire mm. like they didn't know it was going to happen so I think at that time even though this is before we were watching it at that time, Toto was sort of hung, like, oh, shit, well, now I haven't got another driver. I think Toto's prepped quite well with Ocon as well. There's got to be something between Ocon and Mercedes. What's man. the relationship there, then? Explain well, Toto is Ocon's manager. Oh, yes, you said this. So there has to be something between Ocon and Mercedes, and Ocon is also a Mercedes reserve driver, even though he's at Alpine. Okay. So there could definitely be something with... You know what? The Mercedes is looking better every week. And I still strongly believe Lewis Hamilton will win a race this season. Maybe multiple podiums. So he could be a long way off stopping yet. I mean, this is a world champion that wants to beat the, the record of seven. Yeah, I'm sure he's not just going to go at the end of the season off his own choice. I'm going to quit. Because the Mercedes could come back. And look, look how good of a constructor they are. They mm. could come back next season and just be unreal when he wins eighth. And he's no doubt the best driver ever. Yeah. If you're that close to something and you've worked all that time for it, I doubt you're just going to randomly off your own back go, I'm done. Unless to be fair, yeah, they can use, Mercedes could use this year as like fuel, right? So they look at like everything they've done to the car and they can make a, like a solid decision. What's worked well up until this year? And what doesn't work has not worked well this year. Yeah. And then so maybe the next car will be unbelievable just because they know what to do and what, what not to do. Maybe, maybe the reason you're seeing Russell finish higher than Hamilton every year is because the two separate teams, the cars are different. Mm. Maybe Russell's car is being changed and adapted to be amazing this year within the points, whilst everything they're doing on Hamilton's is actually them planning ahead. They're already pre-planning for next year. Well, that's it, mate. So I didn't know this, but like Hamilton has actually already put in things that, like to the team that he's already said, like, I don't want this on the car next year. Yeah. Well, that's, maybe they are because maybe they knew that this season they couldn't get near Red Bull or Ferrari. So Hamilton's using this year to get used to next year's car. Mm. Like maybe the Mercedes car, Hamilton's, because there's not going to be that many changes between now and next year. No. But maybe he's adapting a car that next year is going to be better. It could be monstrous. That's what I mean. They're, they could, this is a mind game, man. This is one of the richest sports in the world with the best engineers, best everything in the world. They plan so far ahead. We mm. only know what we see and what we see on Drive yeah, Survive Yeah, they must have like a, whole other, like, little, like a smaller team just like looking oh, forward mate. to next year. Yeah, God, yeah. 
back in the factory, mm. they'll be all over it. Like maybe they are doing that. Maybe they're prepping for Hamilton next year to get his eighth. But I just didn't know drivers ever had anything to do with the say of like what goes into the car and stuff. Well, Nicky Lauda was one of the first drivers to ever start that, wasn't he? Was he? Do you remember from the movie when he went up to that team and he was like, let me drive for it. It was Ferrari, wasn't it? It was like, let me drive uh, for Ferrari yeah. and I'll, I'll do this to the guy. He was like a car genius. Mm. And then he won everything because like they were changing his car. And then I'm pretty sure his teammate wanted the same bits in his car and he wouldn't give it to him. Uh, and Nicky yeah, Lauda was like one that. of the yeah, first yeah, drivers yeah. that come in and were like really changed i'm sure drivers have always been involved but nicky louder from that movie i remember do you know what i need to watch senna by the way yeah i've never seen that yeah i can't believe that we're sat here saying this after being into the f1 for this long now what this long like but do you know what i'm saying yeah we watched the nicky louder and james hunt film but we need to watch the senna film yeah we do need to sit and watch all the films we've seen stuff let's on... watch it tonight yeah we could watch senna film tonight then we could talk about it on thursday and yeah. if you if you listen him right now i haven't watched it either try and listen to this watch the senna film before Thursday, and then when we come back, we'll have a chat about it because that, that could be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah, I have I'd no like idea that. about it, but I know Senna was without a doubt one of the best drivers ever. I've seen so many clips, undoubtedly, so many clips drifting around corners, man. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Do you know what's funny though? You, you just said it then, and I brushed over it, but you just mentioned uh, Lewis getting his eighth title. Mm. Do you know what's quite funny? So I've just read this online. There's a, apparently there's a store, yeah, in the Czech Republic with a Puma advert in the window. And on the Puma advert, it's like a photo of Lewis Hamilton, just like a promo for Lewis Hamilton. And it says, Lewis Hamilton, eight times world champion on it. Really? Yeah. And like, there's, there's this whole debate, like, was it just a typo? Or is this Puma being like, still salty about what happened last year? Where is it? In the Czech Republic. Yeah, it's, it's probably not their biggest hotspot brand-wise. They probably just got sent a load of marketing <laughs> shit and haven't been resent anymore. <laughs> I mean, also <laughs> yeah, he yeah, is that was probably a post that was made last year. That's what I mean. Year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he is sponsored by Puma, so maybe it is them being like, "Look, he he was robbed last year." But that's pretty funny if it is. Yeah, or maybe they know something we don't, mate, and maybe Lewis Hamilton definitely wins next year. But the only way it's all winning, a fix. Yeah, <laughs> all <laughs> of F one is a fix. <laughs> Imagine no, it's never. But I do think next year Hamilton will come back really strong. I, I only think that after saying, because I kept saying for so long, Hamilton might retire, he might go at the end of the season, then I really thought about it. Mm. And I just was like, nah, I don't see it happening. Not anymore. I think they wouldn't have, I think that's why they brought Russell in solely just for this season to like get through, let Russell learn, let him learn in the new car and get Hamilton the car ready for next year. Maybe next year Hamilton's just. If there's any driver that you'd love to see back on the track who's retired. Who would you pick? Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Who also you you think could probably put in a good shift, and you can pick whatever team they go to. Um, wow, great question. I don't alive know. Or, alive, alive or dead? <laughs> alive or dead? Alive or dead? Yeah. Oh my god, Senna in the Red Bull. Mm. Oh wow! Because it takes bro. corners so quick, and that guy drifted like no other. You put mm. Senna in that Red Bull, he would be a monster. I do. Th I wonder, yeah, if like with the advancement of technology, because you know how much like shit's getting so real these days yeah. and shit like that. I wonder if like I don't know if if technology like this is me thinking. I more, know what you're going to say. This is me thinking way ahead here, but if they could scan like the quality of a person, like just everything about them, basically their their brain, so they could take they could make like a like a person who is essentially Senna yeah. and all the skills and qualities that he had, 
and just put it in, put it in a new metal. body or like a robot. I don't think they'll be able to do that. Stick it with an F1 car. I, I mean, I, I thought I knew what you were going to say and that went <laughs> quite far think off I was going to say, say Well, I thought you were going to say they'd be able to look at like Senna's lap times and look at like where he was quick, where he was slow, proper judge it scientifically and then match it up with like the current Red Bull time and then they'd be able to figure out what Senna's time roughly would have been in that Red Bull looking at the corner. Oh yeah, but that's what I, that's kind of what I meant. But then like- You actually want to build a person. Apply that to a robot, yeah, and then <laughs> send it around a track. Maybe, mate, maybe. That would be ledge. It, it's a difficult one though because you got to remember it's such a different era as well. Like maybe if you put Lewis Hamilton, no, maybe if you put, I don't know, Lando Norris in that car back then, Lando would have been terrible. Maybe the we saw what Leclerc did to Nicky Lauda's car. So. Well, mate, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Different cars, completely different types of driving. Mm. They would have suited different people. Mm. So maybe the current grid wouldn't have been able to drive that car. Maybe they wouldn't be able to drive this car. I wonder whether it has actually got like easier. But if they could adapt, if, yeah. these, if these robots could adapt to the new car, mate, if anyone could come back and win the championship right now, it'd be Senna. Michael and I reckon he'd do it in a Ferrari. I reckon he'd do it in a Red Bull. Uh, they're probably the only two cars quick enough but I reckon if Senna was in there any of them teams he'd be winning they're now I would love nothing more than like I don't know COVID to like I wouldn't love this but if COVID struck and there was a load of drivers and reserve drivers he couldn't come on and they were just like fuck we have to do this race this week like we need to get so like call up Jensen Button they call up Felipe Massa they call up fucking well, like an, uh, old Martin, Martin Brundle like, oh, get all class. the boys on the grid that it would be it would be class to get all of them in the new cars and yeah. line them all up they maybe, should just do it for charity yeah maybe COVID doesn't have to happen why does everyone have to get ill but like if they if they did do that if they were just like look like in like the four months or whatever that they have off before, like when the season's off they should get like all these ex drivers and put them in all the current cars, a whole like a whole like twenty person grid, and just give them a race. Yeah, that would be good. Like twenty laps. Brundle in the Mercedes. Who would win? Brundle. You reckon if they you, they bring back one of the current guys, like the presenters or whatever, you think Brundle? No, nah, probably Jensen Button. Do you? I he think was Damon a, Hill. He was a side of driver. <laughs> Damon, Damon Hill, Hill would yeah. come straight out. Damon Hill's is like like basically like my blood because he won the championship in 1996 and I was born in 1996 so oh. me and him are like tight but he you doesn't guys know it. essentially related yeah I he doesn't have any idea who I am but we're related yeah I was gonna say it's mad yeah how he didn't recognize you because like my granddad's got really like white gray hair like him oh you're saying your granddad could be Damon Hill <laughs> <laughs> no but Damon Hill's like a good looking chap so yeah like he is isn't he he's got like good yeah. hair oh, God, like, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's all my notes dried up. Oh, you got all your notes gone already? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, well, guys, we were only going to film a little quick episode today because, as you know, there's no race. Our predictions will be coming on Thursday. And I believe the next time we speak, me and Fab would have been to film the SAS thing, which is <laughs> absolutely petrifying me. We're going to be broken. We're going to be broken men. We've watched, like, trailers of it online. Yeah. And uh, it looks pretty terrifying. We're going to do a Jake versus Fab, so it's up to you guys to pick who you want to get behind. Um, the episode of that's going to be out next Tuesday as a bonus episode, because we still want to get our Formula One stuff up. But we do want all you guys to watch the YouTube video when it's out, because it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be awful. You, <laughs> you, you are going to see a different side of me and Jake. Oh, you're going to see what we're really like, because I'm going to be holding something above my head, fucking shouting, you're gonna see. You're going to see five minutes of pure strength, determination, willpower, 
And then the next hour and a half of just two two lads struggling. I'm just getting shouted at by a guy because he won't do anything. Yeah, carry this log 10 miles. I've ordered us some um, nice army outfits. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> no, it's going to be hilarious. Um, thank you very much for joining us on this Monday morning. We hope you have an amazing week. It is race week. Baku this weekend. We'll give you all our predictions and more chat about Baku on Thursday. Other than that, Wednesday's going to be a long day for us, so maybe we should film the podcast before we before we go to. This. Yeah, we've got to drive so long as well to get there. I think it's probably a good shout. Yeah, we have to we have to pre pre record. Yeah, pre record. We'll yep. see you guys Thursday morning. Wish us luck. Jake versus Fab with Ollie Ollerton is coming very very soon. Get excited, people! Get excited! It's going to be great. Give the podcast a five star review. Like and subscribe if you haven't already. And we'll see you guys on Thursday. Woo! UAV inbound. Enemy UAV inbound! <laughs> Jake! Pick that up now! What are you doing? Don't stop running! I'm sorry, Ali! I'm sorry! <laughs> <laughs>